Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 386. Hopefully you guys have had an amazing day. I've got an amazing guest for you, somebody we've seen around the chats night after night. Tonight on the screen, as you would find him on Instagram, Scooters3G, but you'd know him in the chat as In For The Grill. You want to tell us how you're doing tonight, good sir? I'm doing fantastic, man. Thank you so much for having me on here. Um, I'm honored. I love you guys. Um, what else can I say? Like, I love you guys, man. You guys are freaking awesome. So thank you so much for having me. And I'm looking at, you know, forward to hanging out and blasting through a couple of these and shooting the shit with you, bro. So thank you. Well, you know, it's an, it works both ways, you know. I always see, you know, all the names in the chat night after night. And the ones I haven't had an honor to meet, I'll, I always would like to meet. And now I figure, and I've always thought this from the beginning, as long as you grow the plant, you know, you're cool with me. You know what I mean? So it's a pleasure to get to know, you know, people from the chat. And it's going to be a pleasure to get to know you tonight, my friend. So uh, thank you for coming, first and foremost. Well, absolutely. It's my pleasure, man. And like, I, you know, I got this eagle feather came off a young eagle. They drop these before they go into full flight. So this comes out of their, uh, their tail. And uh, this hits the ground once, basically, when it falls out of the eagle and then after it gets collected. So this is uh, going to steer us into a nice uh, conversation tonight, man. And that's what it is. It's a guiding feather. So uh, I wish I could give it to your brother, but I can't, man. But it's here with us, okay? That's uh, that is pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. That's a, some. Uh, that's a good luck omen. This should be a great night, my friend. Absolutely. So, uh, what are you smoking on over there? Let's let's start there. It's a pretty big fatty. Uh, what are you smoking at? Got a king palm wrap with the uh, Obi Dick. Uh, one of my favorite strains, man. I can't get away from it. I love the haze taste. Uh, Moby Dick just kind of does it for me. Uh, so I got some hash and keef mixed in with it, and it's fucking, it's got me feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Them King Palms, man. I didn't know how to feel it, about it at first. Uh, well, they, I like Rolly. I like different tastes, but yeah, zigzag papers are my favorite. I don't know why. I just I got Skittles in this one, some Skittles that I grew. So this is for uh, the next round. But um, yeah, usually they're a little, little bit harsh and dense for me personally. I just like a nice thin wrap. Yeah, they add a nice kind of earthy taste to it. You know, like I said, the first couple of times I was smoking it in uh, uh, Sequence 3's Crescendo. 
is what I first experienced in them. And I almost thought it was the strain at first, but it wasn't the strain. It was, it was those. And I don't know. They, they're really nice, slow burning, you know, as a, as a you know, a paper alternative. You know, I, that's probably my second go to. They're pretty right, good. right. Well, yeah, man, I love uh, I love smoking flour and I love uh, smoking joints. And that's that's my main method, and I enjoy it. I I did some of the constant like just dabbing and stuff, like, and uh, I just find it fucks me up too much. And uh, I don't know, man. I like the full effect that I get from smoking flour. It's just uh, it's number one for me. Yeah, you know, I've tried the dabs myself, and this year probably stronger than any with the show and, you know, uh, people you know, donating the rig and all that. It kind of went to a, a peak, you know, more than I've ever, but man, it didn't take long for it to come to a head. I'm still dabbing, but not nearly, you know, it didn't take long to return back to the flower. I don't know what it is, but. I'm a flower guy myself. Hells yeah. It's good stuff, man. Of course, with with a little bit of hash. I can't lie. I'm always throwing some hash in there. I got some uh, hash, some Moby Dick hash and Keef actually in this joint with some flour, but um, I love the hash. Like a good friend of mine sent me some bubble hash. And uh, it's like one of the first times I ever got to try it. And this is beautiful stuff, right? Like just so tasty and flavorful and sweet. And uh, you, it's like, I like to sit back and smoke a joint and kind of look, kind of watch the smoke cloud. And it's, uh, it's almost like my connection where like I kind of, it's where I get my thinking done, you know? Unless that smoke cloud fucking doesn't capture my imagination somehow, it's like my mind wanders. And it's almost like um, that's how I get in tune to like just sitting back and smoking. You know, like I used to like, you know, I find like now that I'm older, I can actually sit down and enjoy it. And uh, explain to people to kind of, you know, let yourself relax while you're enjoying it. Because if you're fucking charged up all the time and you you know, you're trying to smoke a joint and, you know, it's just, for me, it doesn't work. You know, I like to, uh, like right now, man, I'm feeling really good. This, this has got me really, you know, relaxed and I get to talk to you, man. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> like what a Friday night. Let's go. <laughs> so did I understand that correctly? Was it the first time you've ever tried bubble? I mean, it did I yeah. understand that? Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct. Um, the only time I've ever smoked that's closest to real hash is like the best for me is like what comes off my scissors. You know, like uh, I like the scissor scraping hash. That's the best. Uh, some of the best myself. But that yeah. surprises me uh, a little bit. I was just telling somebody the other day that uh, I think Bubble got passed over to be honest with you or just like basically a good hash in general i think the extracts came you know with a lot of the legalization 
uh, people got used to flour, then all of a sudden it was, you know, dabs. And I think, you know, that that process just kind of skipped over the bubble hash. It was available, but unless you really knew it, it was like hash. You know, what's hash? I want dabs. You know what I mean? Even right. now, man, last week I was passing up, passing out some chunks of hash. And as I, you know, even the other cannabis smokers, you know, I'm like, here, you want some hash? And look at it. What the hell you do with this? You know what I mean? Or like it's like some kind of voodoo to it. I'm like, no, it's just basically water and cannabis with a little bit of ice cubes and separation. It's all that is. It's still straight cannabis. There's no other chemicals, no nothing to it. And then after they try it, they're like, oh, man, that shit was good. <laughs> you know? And it's like, yeah, yeah, you guys been missing out. Yeah. I don't know. It could just be me. But like when the, you know, when you get scissor hash and it's kind of brown and it, you know, it's still fresh. So it has that green brown kind of, you know, coloration to it. And then uh, you let it kind of dry to it, like it turns blonde color. And I love taking that when it's like blondy like that and then rolling it in with a joint. Oh man, fucking that's the, like, to me, that's the best. So it's like, it's like smoking candy. <laughs> it is, I, to me, the scissor hash is like the caviar of cannabis. I, that's what I feel like. Especially if you're, you're, you're getting it from like a wet trim <clears throat> and, you know, as it builds up on the scissors, there's nothing better in my opinion than that scissor hash from that wet trim, you know, yeah, save it till the end of the trim and smoke the, all what's left in that joint, you know, first good sample of, you know, what's to come. And that's, that's the best. <laughs> you're exactly right there. That's the best. I agree, man. And I learned from Mendo when I was doing my fucking uh, outdoor plants last year. I'm like, I was watching their video and they rubbed the blunt on some terps on a fresh flower. And I was like in week seven. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> guess what I did? Went out and rolled that shit in there, man. I'll tell you what, that was the most flavorful fucking thing ever. The, like, the taste, the effect, the high. It was racy. I like that. Um, I'm like, uh, I like, you know, high THC, if that's what we want to call it, but like something that gets me going and charged and makes me do a whole bunch of stuff, you know? Um, yeah. So I did that and that was, that was like awesome, man. And I do it all the time now. <laughs> Why not? It's nice when right? they learn stuff. And they grow back. Right. right? Yeah. They grow back like week eight or nine. Why not, man? Go in there, rub fucking a blunt on some fresh terps. It's beautiful. It's like you're experiencing that full. Even if you're mixing it with another joint, that whatever you're rubbing it in, it seems to like overcome anything that's in that paper, you know, because it's that strong. It's real flavorful, full body. I love that, man. That's great. So when did uh, cannabis enter your life? When was that first time? Damn, man, I was young, probably 14 years old, 13, 14. 
I, uh, I had a girlfriend that had an older sister. That's a true story. <laughs> and fucking, she smoked weed with us, man. And one night she smoked weed with us. And it was like, uh, yeah, amazing. We ended up in her mom's kitchen and fucking like two o'clock in the morning. We were all high and, and uh, she's like, you guys hungry, obviously. Yeah, make what you want. And uh, I don't know, man, I get real creative in the kitchen when I'm not stoned. So if, if I'm in there stoned, I'm putting stuff together. And uh, I made this, this uh, concoction. Well, I don't know what you want to call it, man, but it was good. You know, Eggo waffles? So basically, that was my first munchy stoner food. We smoked this joint. I got fucking super high. And um, we got the munchies. And I took those Eggo waffles. And they had some of that McCain chocolate cake. And I fucking put that in between the Eggo waffles. Had peanut butter and jam on it. And then I coated the whole thing in, like, Canadian maple syrup. <laughs> fucking mouth down on that bad boy. I'm telling you, man, it, it was, it was deadly, dude. That's, uh, that's, that's what I remember. That was my first trip smoking weed. And I it, didn't turn it, back. It sounds right? like it. Yeah. I didn't turn back. No. I've, yeah. I just, uh, continued smoking ever since then. I've been using cannabis. Nice, nice. It sounds like a hell of a concoction that first time there yeah. with the Eagle the waffles. Then, and then we were like, when I got like 15 years old, fucking uh, like my uncle grew weed and he comes over one day and he's like, gives me this garbage bag full of trim. And I didn't know what it was. I just seen this big garbage bag full, right? And it's like, what the fuck's in that? He's like, here, you can have this. Well, when you're my age and you have a garbage bag full of like stems and stalks, little popcorn buds on it, you're like, holy fuck, man. You just, you know what I mean? Like I'll be smoking forever. So I had two really good friends growing up. We we're tight. Three of us um, spent a lot of time together. We're still friends to this day. Um, we smoked all that. <laughs> we had a good time, man. Real good time. We didn't hurt anybody. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we're, we're mellow kids, man. We're happy. We always, you know, had people hanging around. It was always good times. Like, you know, of course we drank beer and shit, but I mean, I, I've never, I, I just quit drinking over a year now. I was, uh, I drank quite a bit, man. Like, um, you know, fucking not to get all bummy here on your, on your thing but like losing my shit to covid was like fucking job gone after so long it was like so not using that as an excuse but alcohol just kind of like numb things out a little bit well i started to blow up i started to like get like chunky <laughs> i was like wasn't noticed like fucking then i just kind of picked myself up man and uh a knee surgery i went through i was prescribed narcotics for a knee surgery and I didn't use one fucking pill out of that bottle. I used fucking weed the whole oh, yeah. way through, man. That's the whole awesome, way through. Man. Yeah, I'm yeah, so, for sure. So proud to hear that, man. Tell you that, man. 
hell yeah because uh met like uh pills hurt my stomach like i can't even take an advil or a tylenol or anything like that i shit you not man to to yourself and everybody that's watching like i i could wake up if i had a headache waking up out of bed and i smoked a joint that fucking headache's gone man you know it it does that for me right um mellows me out quality of life uh this is it's tremendous benefit to my life, right? You know? Well, I'm, like I said, I am super glad to see it not even uh, take uh, one pain pill during that process. For one, that's a shitload of pain. So shout yeah. out to you for being able to take some extra pain. Yeah, I had a torn well, I had a meniscus tore in my knee. They went in in three different places. I snapped it at work. Whereas carrying a heavy load, there was two of us on a fucking like an inch and three quarter MDF, like a four by eight sheet. They're heavy, right? There's two of us on one end and we lost our footing, man. My fucking knee went snap. That was it. Tore my, uh, my meniscus or I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. And uh, it's like a little cartilage. It's just a bumper in your knee. And that just ripped. And it was either uh, they could suture it or uh, cut it out and let it just heal off and scar tissue. And I went for the last, like, they just did that. They cut it. And I was on crutches for like two weeks and out of work for, I don't know, maybe a little over, maybe a year or so. But yeah, man, not one pill, not, not one pill. Smoked weed the whole time. Nice, nice. Yeah, you know, that's the that's where it all starts there with a lot of people are, you know, injuries just like that, you know, where they go in and it's just supposed to be a week or two and then that just becomes way too much, man. And with, with that, I think people just, the, the pills themselves are misleading. You know, when people take them things and as they're, you know, trying to, think they're healed and they stop taking them they get the body aches from the medicine they they confuse that with you know their injury they go oh no i'm not well i'm not well they don't think it's you know the drug leaving their body that's what the pain's from you know not your injuries more than likely you know good you know but it's the the pill the medicine leaving your body and they go oh no the pain Oh, I must not be healed. I must not be healed. I better, you know, take another one. Well, you're just keeping the, the cycle of addiction going, and, you know, deeper, you know, like that. And so, you know, people get tricked into, you know, cooking themselves in deeper and deeper when, you know, the injuries, like you said, like you, you sure prove an example. You know what I mean? It's, it can come and go a lot quicker than with, without the medication than with, in most cases, I, that's what I've found out, but you know, it's, it's a definitely a trap. It's definitely a trap. I'm glad to see you did not get caught up in it. So. I mean, not to take away from people that have more serious injuries that fucking need heavier meds. Like, you know, there's, you know what I mean? It's just for my case, it just worked for me. And uh, I appreciate that, bro. Thank you so much, man. But yeah, when yeah, you got the... I just... 
a hard stomach. Like I can't, uh, it's, it's, they, they hurt my guts. I get a headache and take an Advil. My stomach hurts. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? (laughs) You know, like don't make no sense. Smoke a joint. Nothing hurts. I feel good. You know, I'm fucking in a good mood. Want to, you know, feel active, do things. So after that first time, well, you said it was pretty steady there. Uh, do, you, do you know what you were smoking back then? Or well, was it you, a little bit later until you got an idea of what you were puffing on? It was probably a lot of fucking crappy weed, right? Not the greatest shit. And like, uh, we're talking like $280 an ounce if you knew somebody. You know, like it was hella fucking expensive. And it wasn't, I mean, we're kids, right? So it's like, you'd probably get high off the lower grade, not even really knowing. It's like, as you become an adult and you start maturing, then your your tastes and everything else start to, you know, that bar gets set higher and higher and higher, you know? Like, uh, after a while, it's like, how high do you get, man? You're just chasing flavor after that, right? Like, that's what I'm, you know, like, I still get, I still get lit up in the morning. Like first thing in the morning, that's the best thing. Like smoke one first thing in the morning, it gives me the best fucking, you know. And then the rest of the day is just kind of like maintaining, you know. But uh, yeah, man, I just fucking full on, right? I, I, I didn't ever ever actually, I did stop because I went into like uh, a wilderness camp. It was like fucking nine weeks of. Uh, training for uh, map compass and wilderness survival and all that kind of stuff basically how to survive in the fucking woods if something happens but it was like a long time but yeah that was the longest period i went and actually the day that i got out the first thing i did was smoke fucking weed and eat pizza (laughs) ain't hurt nobody Just, just for jokes' sakes, but I would think that uh, the first thing key to survival in the woods would be find the cannabis plant. <laughs> Fuck, I wish. Wouldn't that have been awesome? Damn. If you're hungry, you smoke some, you forget all about food, you know? And if you, you know, like, it helps you if you are hungry, too. So, I mean, like, that's a cool thing, man. It's like exploring all these effects that it has and the different flavors and the different terpenes and the different fucking, you know, it's wonderful, man. Wonderful stuff. Again, just for funsy's sake, it would have been funny to see, uh, you know, the course starts, you know, instructor comes over to you and is, what the hell are you doing? Planting some seeds, man. You don't ever know how long this is going to last. Survival, bro. <laughs> right. We got to maintain old fucking old school genetics somehow, man. You know? <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> so... Sorry about that. 
Don't be sorry. You're allowed to. You're you're allowed to choke, bro. I'm gonna do it a couple times. I'm sure. Got a little greedy with it. Got a little greedy. So, what were some of your favorite strains? Once you you know were able to get a hold of some good stuff, what were some of the some of the better ones you were able to find? So, my uncle had this fucking '90s hash plant. And he was like the only one that grew it that I knew. And that was like, I was smoking that when I was like 17, 18. So it was like three years of like brown weed. And then fucking I graduated into the hash plant. And I remember smoking that. And I was just like, to tell all my buddies, right? Fucking, you know, that was the, he had that in an Afghan I had like a real lemony fucking dark stout real dark leaf plant but like the in like lemony terpy and yeah um so those were the two uh the two strains that i remember back then was like an i don't know if it was an original afghan or what but in the early 90s late 80s quite possibly and then um yeah northern lights kind of came in later like end of the 90s northern lights came around and then fucking ache the ak for i think it was ak47 or whatever and then uh white rhino and it was a uh, yeah like the og cushions and the you know green cracks and stuff they came out like over here like maybe 10 15 20 years now i don't know somewhere in that range i'm probably fucking so wrong how but <laughs> so how long from that that time talk about covid you you're lucky you didn't uh, take off with that attitude for it sounds like from the beginning <laughs> all right <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> no fucking shit right <laughs> so how long was it uh before uh before you realized it was more like from recreational to like a medical use did it ever kind of reach that point it wasn't like that from the beginning and you didn't just realize it you know uh, uh no later in life for sure like when i was a kid we just smoked because it made us fucking feel good you know and then uh then i started to um you know kind of notice it was you know kind of helping me uh alleviate stress a little bit like i was just you know uh i could still when i'd go to work i wouldn't smoke like so if I was working an eight, 10 hour day, I wouldn't smoke. I'd come home, smoke, be like, uh, you know, have dinner and then I would sleep real well. But I noticed like if I did, if I was too tired to even have like smoke and then I didn't smoke, I was waking up at like two, three in the morning. So like, it was like helping me, I started noticing it was helping me sleep through the night. Right. Like, and uh, I don't know if that's just because my brain's always fucking 
triggering. Like I'm always thinking it's hard to rest and, you know, this kind of mellows me out, slows things down a little bit. I started to notice those things, like it started slowing me down a little bit, like not in a bad way, just kind of like not overthinking things and not being so anxious about where my life's going or where, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, man. I still like to get stolen though, Eagle. You know, but like, uh, it does good things too. Like it has that, you know, I feel like if you're happy, your body's happy, it heals itself. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt, it's healing itself when you're happy. It's producing a, a chemical oxytocin, uh, which is the, basically the love chemical. And uh, it's it has tons of healing. It, you know, laughter is the best medicine, they say, that has a lot to do with it right there. It's because when you're happy, you, your body's producing all, all kinds of good stuff. So, yeah, you're, you're exactly right there. Amen to that. So now it's just like so, uh, it's a part of my life. It's been a part of my life ever since I started as well. It's nice to see so, so many late years later. It took long enough, but I knew it would come. Deep in my heart, I knew it would come. I wasn't going to give up. That uh, cannabis has been, uh, you know, uh, actually been vindicated. Uh, I'm looking for here. Vindicated there. In its final days here, you know. Not necessarily that bad thing we were always told it was, but I think we all knew deep in our heart as soon as we tried it for the first time, none of that shit was true. You know, it, it didn't even make sense. I mean, even back then, you like smoked some and then you know, watch some of the, you know, the propaganda they were putting forth. They were going, Man, really? <laughs> really? I've never seen that before. You know what I mean? Even as a kid, you're we don't do that. I mean, shit, you can kind of, it's it's sad when you can't even really con a kid that that's how it really is with cannabis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the first time I seen a plant growing, I was about like, 16 years old. And I think my uncle trusted me enough to bring me in and show me what he had going on in his room. <laughs> you know, uh, God rest his fucking soul. But um, that's the first time I seen a plant growing, man. And I was in fucking love, dude. Like, I seen the buds on this thing. Look at the buds. Mendo, look at the buds. Look at the buds. <laughs> dude, I was in fucking love, man. Like, I walked into the room, and it was like being born, bro. That door swung open, and the fucking lights hit my eyes. And it was like, Whoa. and I was like, I seen a silhouette. And like, I literally heard like, oh, bells and shit going off. And like, it was glistening. And I'm like, that's the stuff that makes me feel the way I do. I'm like, holy fuck. You know, and big fucking bulbs hanging everywhere and fucking plants and arms hanging over like this. And, and I was like, wow. And he walked over and he grabbed the bud and he went like this and he's leaning and smelled it and he goes, 
This is all you need. You don't need anything else. This is it. Fucking sat with me, man. Sounds like one amazingly cool uncle. Fucking rights. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool shit. That was the, that was like a major influence. I'm like, what? You can grow this shit? It, like, you grow it? You know, like, well, again, you know what I mean? I thought it came in on chips and planes and boats and fucking everything else, you know? Right, man. Right, man. So it was like sacred. It was like a sacred moment. It was like, here, bro, I'm opening up your, your world, your life, you know? And it did. Like, and when you talk about feeling the, the vibe of like, it's a bad thing, I faced that. I did, you know, like, like oh you shouldn't smoke that stuff and kind of like you know elders you know like uh oh, stuff's bad for you no it ain't shit my uh my daughter just got that uh the last few days she went down states and uh visited some friends down there and uh between you know the friends and their their parents uh, they, you know, drinking the whole time and then kind of denouncing cannabis still to this day. I mean, the time she came home, you know, coming from where she comes from to sit and, you know, kind of listen to cannabis be bewildered like that. She was pretty shook when she got home. She was, <laughs> she was like, I just couldn't take it anymore. I just... You know, like just to hear the attitude, the way they talked about it being like a bad thing, and every time it got brought up, you know, they were they looked down on it. She's like, "Man, I just I couldn't take it." While at the same time, you know, we're drinking, and it, you know, it leads to alcohol leads to just as much, if not worse, addiction than cannabis ever did. And this is coming from you know a twenty, what will be a twenty-two year old, you know. And she's like, I don't want to be hooked on alcohol. You know, cannabis, I can stop at any time. I don't feel like I'm ever addicted. I can take days off, you know yeah. what I mean? And still not feel like I need to smoke, you know? It's, she, just, I, she was just sickened by, you know, the whole, I can, I can drink alcohol and get fall completely fucked up, but cannabis is a terrible it, I couldn't, you know, to me myself, I can't believe that it's still happening to this day. You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you what, right now I can smoke a shit ton of fucking weed. I cannot drink a case of beer. I feel like you wrecked a couple of, couple of cake beers into that case, to be honest. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> oh, fuck up. yeah no, it ain't happening. <laughs> I have a daughter around the same age, Eagle. She's 23. Nice, nice. I have another one. She's 10. Mine are... Kept me busy. They, they, they grow so fast, man. It was tough to watch that first one leave the nest, to be honest with you. Mine are 26, 22, and 17. All four Beautiful. years apart. Beautiful, yeah. bro. Man, daddy's girls all every last 
every last one of them. And I'd do anything to them girls. And when that first one left the house, oh man, it was so tough. So my, tough. mine is mine has been gone for two say two years and i still asked her every almost there like you know when's she moving back in <laughs> so i say you moving back in you know goes by fast I'm glad i actually mine i do the same thing same thing. I could show you a text from this afternoon where she's telling me, yeah, life up there just isn't my thing. It's yeah. <laughs> she's trying to coach me to come back down. I'm like, no, come up, come up. No, come down. Right. I'd make room for her in a second. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, two girls. It's off to you. It's not easy. Girls weren't as easy as I thought they would be. <laughs> I tell you, man, it's uh, I love them, but they get in some moods. <laughs> you better fucking stay clear. And they're they're fucking uh, they're ripping through the hose. <laughs> like they'll kill each other. Anything that gets in between it is like fucking. I'm gone. That's why I'm out here, bro. Scootage, Scottage, where I hang out. That's where all the magic happens. You know? Yeah. It's funny, like, then. Girls will make you soft like that. Raising girls will make you soft. Oh, hell yeah. I ain't about to tangle with any of them. 9, 10, 20, 40, 60. Yeah, no, it's okay. They're in bad moods and just like, what do you need done? <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> what can I do for you? You know, <laughs> just let me go out and have a couple smokes and you hit me up in about 25, 30 minutes. I got you. So when was your first experience like growing the plant? When was the first time you tried to uh, get ahead of the game? So it was like, uh, I'd say four, four years ago, I tried to, when we went, we could grow our four outdoor plants or whatever, whenever that was that year, I got fucking, uh, four clones and I got them all the way through to like, say, Maybe a week into October, I noticed the bud rot and everything. I was just like, because, man, I didn't know shit. Honestly, I just put them out there and kind of let them go. Right? And I could have got some out of it, but I was devastated. I was pissed off at myself because, you know, like I kept them alive all through summer. I was watering them. I fed them 20, 20, 20 the whole way through. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, I didn't know that I could go online and fucking learn or tap into my uncle and say, Hey man, can you lend me that book that you gave me when I was like a kid? You let me read this book. Can I have that book? And he gave me the book and it's like, pretty sure it was Ed Rosenthal's the indoor outdoor marijuana growers guide. I don't know if that's his or not, or, I could be wrong, but that's what the book was titled. And I started reading that at like a real 
when I was a kid, learned how to play guitar. But then, uh, yeah, when I put these outdoor plants out there, I wasn't really into like growing. I was just into smoking, I guess. So I just kind of let them go and they went to shit and I felt bad. And then the next year I got four more and I'm like, that's not going to happen again. Then I got better and I actually got some better foods and gave them the better nutrients and started learning more about the plant and, you know, um, did a few things wrong, did a few things right, learned from them. The next year was last year when I did my four outdoor plants um fucking yeah i got what i don't know it was a nice harvest man you know like first year i got nothing second year i got like maybe three four ounces last year i got 10 ounces off of four plants it was a happy fucking camper you know i grew my own stone outdoors uh it was fucking good it was death bubba turned out really nice right so that was kind of cool man and then I got a tent and a light and fucking, you know what I mean? Started learning a hell of a lot more. Uh, thanks to these guys right here, the DGC, man. That's I tapped into that community. Bro, I signed up real quick, real quick, and, and just sat there and absorbed and took in all the personalities. Like, I mean, fucking the dude, Scotty, Guru, all those guys, like, that's where I learned. And I, like, they deliver in a way where I listen. My heart, my eyes, my ears, everything just fucking opens up. Like, they're in a room with me. So I feel like there's a connection. And that's where I really started to see success in the, my garden now with, you know, my tent and, you know, just beautiful things, right? You know? paying attention um I, I i i love every one of them fucking plants i don't you know like some people are like uh i don't know man like huge fucking mass like farm you don't have time to like you know if you're growing a thousand apple trees you can't treat every apple tree like you love it you know if i grow four marijuana plants i can fucking treat every single one of them like I'm in there. I'm like, oh, you got a hair on you today? I'm sorry, girl. You know, picking the hair off. How you doing? You know, do a runoff. You know, see where, you know, like. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing my best, man. Grow the best weed I can consume for myself. And I know I can do better. And I know it gets better. This is a hell of a lot of wicked information out there and awesome fucking growers and you know producing like hella clean product the best stuff we can put in our bodies and lungs right like i'm a smoker eagle i still smoke cigarettes man i've been trying to get away from these fucking things forever i can't you know sitting here talking to you i've had respect for just not coming up and you know smoking a cigarette because some people don't like they're they're offended by it and, and they should be because this is this right here fucking this is a killer you know like this this weed man this fucking weed man doesn't it's not hurting anybody you know i do appreciate the fact that you didn't wait to smoke but it, it doesn't bother me you know well, i'm not that soft 
You know what I mean? I, I appreciate yeah. the fact that you think that way, but you know. I do, man. You, you're I, there. You're not hurting anybody but yourself. So, <laughs> you know what I yep. mean? You know, exactly. I would like like to see, but would I like to see put them cigarettes? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. It's not easy, man. My, my vice was, I had, you know, chewed tobacco when I was my demon. You know, I did smoke cigarettes a little bit, but it wasn't necessarily my cup of tea. You know, uh, I chewed early uh, all through school, all day, even in class. I got to the point where I would swallow that shit, man. And they got to where I would just swallow it. Couple spits right off the beginning, get like the roughage out of there and then swallow it for the rest of the time I was chewing. And man, that shit, the only time you'd ever see me uh, smoking cigarettes and man, I, I had my, I had my my stint with drinking brother you know uh and it was not it wasn't easy to give up man that's probably one of the hardest things i ever gave up was tobacco but i did i did it wasn't easy i actually did like crazy shit i tried like hypnosis hypnosis cds you know shit like that but uh I don't know how I did it, but I managed to get through that tough time. I think it was more over because I connected it with something that was greater than me, <laughs> uh, which was Alexis. Uh, my first daughter, uh, B, Brittany, uh, I gave up the alcohol. And when Alexis came around to help, you know, kind of get rid of bad things in my life. I had to make more extra cash for her and make room for them diapers. Dang, the amount of chew I was putting away, chew cigarettes, you know, was easily paying for diapers. You know what I mean? So I I connected wanting to quit with her 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 better my her better her betterment and my betterment as well. And yeah, I think connecting that with her really, you know, helped get me through that. So, but it wasn't easy. I'll give you that. It wasn't fucking easy. I hope you, I hope you get through it. Keep trying. That's all I can say. Keep trying. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. Like, uh, I used to smoke a lot more than I do. But smoking herb definitely reduces that urge. Right. Uh, Smash Cannabis would like to know: Have you ever tried uh, uh, vaping? Vaping? Yes. Yeah, I did for a bit, and then uh, I noticed like uh, I just wasn't feeling good, or I I don't know, didn't work for me, or I didn't enjoy it, or something. I don't necessarily think that's the way to be honest with you. I think that's going to be one of those things that a little down the road, just like everything else, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that was fucking terrible. Terrible idea. What the fuck were we taking? <laughs> well, I tried for like a week with uh, my daughter had bought me like one of those smoke vapors, vaporizers, and then you put the nicotine in the little cartridge. And it was like, 
I was smoking it and then for like three days, no cigarettes. And then one day I was fucking walking up the stairs and I don't know if it was just coincidental or what, but I got real fucking lightheaded and I attributed it back to that. And I just stopped it. I didn't feel that way again. So I don't know. So that was just my experience with vaping and I just didn't. Yeah. What, would you try uh, the hemp cigarettes? There's hemp cigarettes. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, they're they're push they're uh, coming out recently with a, a hemp alternative. Really? That's basically, just a hemp cigarette. Yeah. yeah so. I would be actually very open minded to something like that. A lot of people say it's a good result. I've seen people uh, use it here in Michigan. Uh, both CBD flour or just hemp, straight up hemp. Because we huh. can uh, actually, if you have three acres, I think it's like a hundred dollar license. You could go out and grow, get throw hemp in the ground here and cultivate your own hemp. Then. Wow, but that's a lot cool. of people did it this last year. But yeah, hopefully, that's something that becomes a, a really cheap alternative. For tobacco, yeah. it'd be nice to see people make that switch into something healthier. I'm actually very open-minded to that. That's cool. So, uh, you know, I can't help but ask, I ask this uh, pretty much everybody, you know, when you did start growing, is that when you started changing the uh, you're doing a little bit with maybe the recreational versus cannabis is kind of helping me in a different way. hundred percent because then it was just like, that's where, uh, that's where the true relationship came because it was like, I needed to make sure that I treated her good so she could heal me. And if I treat her like fucking crap, <laughs> I end up with a shitty product going back into my body. You know, sorry, not product. I mean, that's probably a lame word, but the medicine, man, going back into me, making me feel good, right? Lighting me up. Um, so to me, that's where that relationship comes from. And uh, I take care of them. I stay out of their way. I give them what they need and I let them do their thing and everything's working. <laughs> so uh, how many strains have you, would you say you've been able to uh, work through so far? Fucking quite a bit running a perpetual I like, it's just constant because it's, you know, you're two in, two out, two in, two out, two in, two, you know what I mean? Like I try to make it so I'm, you know, running through and trying to find the best, uh, I don't know, we're all looking for that fucking beautiful smoke, right? You know, good flavor, nice hitting, um, quite a few. One I'm proud of right now is I got an Alcapoco Gold in there that's um, fucking just amazing, man. Like to me, and then you do the history on, it and you know, it's like it, 
you know, it's an old school strain. It's, you know, it's, it's like, I'm like a new school kid kind of growing an old school strain. It's like, it's neat. Um, I like, uh, geez, quite a bit, man. Like there's not a whole, I've not like, there's, you know, like back in the day it was like, yeah, good weed and bad weed. But like, I don't know, man, like lately I've not smoked a whole lot of bad weed because it's my own. I don't know. If the, you know what I mean? Does everybody fucking say that? Or are we biased or is that ego? I don't know. Like, bro, the lemon that I did was beautiful. It was like my DGC beans, like when I first hooked up with the DGC, the lemon, and then they sent me out the lemon extract. And I, I popped uh, one, two, three, four, five, right? And I got four males, right? Fuck it. And I was like, oh, shit. So I was left with one plant. I tried to, you know, do the best I could. Scrogged her out for like two weeks. And then I cut the scroggle. And then I just let her run. And she just grew like octopus tentacles, man. Same what I got with that. And then I learned that technique to do that. And I did it to the Acapulco Gold without the sprog. It was just in the topping and how she was topped and kind of trained. And then she just grew arms like boom, 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 boom. And they're all the same length. And I'm like, God damn, that's beautiful, you know? Um, so yeah, like I fall in love with everyone. Everyone has a different, there's like, I have a Lorena's breath growing and, uh, and a, a chem dog that, you know, was like when I researched that chem dog and I've been listening to hear like a lot of the fucking people know what they're doing. <laughs> they're like, yeah, you got to watch that strain. It, you know, fades out early and stuff like that. And yep, that's exactly what happens. You know, she's hungry. So the cool thing is like everyone is doing something different. So like different feeding, you know, one day one gets water, one day gets some food, you know, but it keeps me on my toes, man. Like, and then, you know, uh, trying to keep things relatively in the same flower time is kind of tricky. You know, like that AP gold, man, that thing's what, 10, 12 weeks? You know, like, fuck. Oh my God, like, I just got halfway. You know, we're, we're coming into summer here. Like, it's beautiful. It's hot. And we have central air and my tent's in my room, like, uh, under lock and key in a bedroom, right? Like, basically use my room as a lung room, you know? And uh, so, yeah. Every plant's different. I don't have one of the same right now. I don't, well, actually I do my bedging plants. I love that. I love the fact that you got the perpetual going, man. I, that's the way I have preached from almost day one since I actually discovered fucking the perpetual myself. That was the drum I was beating ever since, man. It's like, man, why wait? Why wait when, you know, with a little bit of, you know, timing, 
you don't ever have to really run out of fucking weed. You know what I mean? (laughs) See, it's senseless. It's senseless. Yeah, you know. Once you learn with the perpetual, man, it's, yeah. You you don't go back. I'm glad you you picked up on that because it it is a couple of things, like you said, you can keep different strains going through different tastes constantly. You're not stuck on that one flavor for four months whatever until your next harvest you know yeah I, I can't do it man i i that monocrop shit you know that to me is for like commercial shit you know what i mean i'm not commercial shit man i like to smoke cannabis i like different flavors i don't want to get caught up smoking that one thing for a year man just not my bag man so i'm, I'm glad you figured that shit out you know, getting the spice of life with cannabis yourself. Right. Uh, yeah, man. And it's been awesome. And I've actually, you know, I had some guidance into that, uh, you know, into that direction as well. You know, I knew a little bit, but um, yeah, you know, a couple good buddies, uh, you know, a good friend of mine, you know, is like, you know, you know, the perpetual thing, you ever thought about that and, you know, explain it to me and, I've been growing the, <laughs> been growing the dank, big sexy dank. <laughs> Good smoke. So what's the indoor setup like, if you don't mind me asking? Cocoa soil. Uh, pro mix, just soil. Yeah, that's what I use for now. Okay. You know open-minded still learning i know there's there are better methods and you know and i'll get there but i'm just doing what works for me and yeah i'm just doing what works for me and yeah that grew in pro mix for a long time you know and the price is right to be honest with you yeah and it produces you get some big plants in the pro mix one thing i noticed uh, once I, I just, you know, upgraded my light, man, and things kind of went, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, shit, I really needed it. I didn't, I had to make that adjustment. It took me a little bit to kind of clue in. I'm like, what's going on here, man? Things feel, it just felt like things were like eating, drying out quicker. And then uh, I was like, oh, duh, yeah. You, you know, you, you went from like 300 watts to fucking 650 and, all of a sudden, it's like, okay, now we're in, right? We're in high gear here. But, uh, yeah, it's been beautiful, man. Just beautiful experience, you know? Beautiful. Are you going to grow outdoors as well this year? That's the plan. I would love to. I mean, we got we got beautiful weather here. But the only thing is, man, is like you, we here in British Columbia, we get that nasty humidity starts coming in, you know, end of October, mid October. It's just, you know, we get them cold nights and that heavy humidity, fucking like heavy fog. That's where I know I ran into that problem with bud rot up here. But uh, last year, I had my greenhouse built and I did them partially in the greenhouse, but I was taking them in and out. And then I, I light deprived them early on. So I started them in August. I took, like, I had them in five gallon buckets. 
And then uh, uh, beginning of August, I just put them in the shed and blacked out the shed at seven o'clock. So I tried to kick, get them to kick a little bit early into flower. So I didn't have to worry about getting to the end of fucking October and running into that problem, right? That's why I do five gallon buckets because they're mobile and I can pick them up and move them inside. And, you know, if the fucking nasty rains come or heavy winds or something, I could take them in, you know? But this year, I want to plant one right in the ground and just leave it. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. I've heard about a couple people here in Michigan talk about it, actually, like, put them on, like, a trailer. And then, you know, rather than you know, pull the tarp, just back the fuckers into the fucking shed. <laughs> I'm like, that'd be nice. You know, you could get away with that. I mean, a decent size, you know, trailer, I think maybe like a fucking eight by 12, something like that. You could almost by hand, you know what I mean? If everything was kind of balanced out on the trailer, you could just push that thing back and forth, pull it in and out by hand, man. You wouldn't even need a tractor or nothing. That'd be a sweet little setup, to be honest with you. You wouldn't have to worry about rippers or nothing man just every night just back it right into the shed and i also got a 14 foot fucking swimming pool that we're not using <laughs> go all sub cool there and fill that fucker full of dirt hell fucking yeah i thought about it <laughs> why not i think it's amazing, fucking brilliant man. i loved it it was great That'd be, uh, yeah, we could have some hella huge plants there. God, I can't even imagine how many gallon pot that would be. Can't even wrap my mind around. Probably that. like 4,500 gallons. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of soil. <laughs> you trying to grow wet, redwoods up there and shit. Yeah, red California redwoods in Canada. <laughs> That'd be fucking awesome. Sometimes we get nice weather. Like I'm in uh, British Columbia, so we're in the central of British Columbia. And uh, yeah, we get we get some nice hot weather up here. You know, 41 Celsius. I don't know what your conversion is on the the Fahrenheit deal. You know, I should know that because. But um, yeah, we get some hot. Hot days. I'm terrible about the conversion myself. <clears throat> it's up there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, what are some of the strains that are hot that you'd like to get in your garden? Man. I was at the dispensary like a few months ago and I picked up this stuff and it, I don't know. It's just, it was called G Wiz. And uh, I can't explain it to you. It was fucking, it was, it was delicious. It, it was, it was awesome. And uh, I've not been able to find it or anything like it. Um, I tried the MK Ultra a couple times and really enjoyed it. I wouldn't mind some of that. So I have an auto actually MK Ultra. 
And uh, the Skittles I was smoking was auto flower. It was pretty good. Um, I like playing with the autos and the photos. I mean, coming into the, being a new grower, it's like, why not learn both, right? I mean, just can have one just kind of throwing in there wherever. Autoflower will fit in any cycle, anywhere, whatever you get off it, it's still a plant, still going to produce something, you know. Um, that and uh, stuff I actually have is like in a seed form that I, I'm excited about. Super, I have a super lemon haze or I think super lemon haze. Stoked about that. So who uh have you found a reputable or uh, a breeder of the the autos that you like? Had pretty good luck with. No, this was the the first time I did these autos. Was like the the combination like where I got them from was like Canuck Seed. So that was like the first time I ever grew those autos, and I've never uh, got anything kind of like you know, fucking kick ass, like Mephesto or something like that, you know, it's just like fucking top notch shit, right? You know? Um, yeah, man, I don't, I don't have like, uh, everything I have is, is good. And I've had some really cool things gifted to me. I've been pretty fucking fortunate to have some breeders give me some stuff. And, you know, I have some good friends that have given me a few beans, right? But yeah, man, it's fun to play around with for sure. Yeah, the, the cannabis community this last year has been pretty generous with gear. That's for sure. It's been awesome, pretty man. awesome to see. Like, my, I was on in, uh, YouTube for a bit and uh, like I went over to Instagram and since since I started showing my plants on Instagram in the summer, everything really changed for me. Like literally everything fucking changed. My lifestyle, the way I think, the people they meet, how I treat people, how I talk to people, how I, I mean, being here right now, bro, it was like I sat and envisioned when I planted one seed in a, in a solo cup and I started, then it was like, that was it. Like, you know, I haven't looked back, man. I don't ever want to. I love it. It's great. The best fucking community out there, period. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It was tough to explain, you know, uh, years ago when, uh, it was the weed nerd for me. The weed nerd community was so cool. You know, it was hard to to tell uh, people about my fascination with hanging out with it. And when I talked about it, you know, it was a different feeling, you know, when it fired up and you could talk to those folks, man. I met a lot of people that I still talk to to this day, man. Great folks, man. And it's... It's been a great outlet, especially more and more as you grow. Uh, it seems like you become somewhat of an introvert a little bit, man. And I don't know if it's you just kind of weeding out some of the maybe less 
desirable folks in your life or what? <laughs> to be honest with you in that process. But it does, you know, kind of make you a bit of an introvert. But in the process of becoming an introvert there, uh, on the other side, you find out that, you know, it was almost just like a cocoon-like phase. You know what I mean? You, you butterflied on the other side. And there was like a fucking hell of, hell of a cool cannabis community on the other side. It's like, no shit. It was, this is amazing. This is completely amazing I couldn't have said any of that better myself. And I agree a hundred percent. Like that is, that's what it feels like. It was like, when I said, when I walked, when my uncle showed me what, what, you know, when he opened that door and that light went, I mean, it was the same thing here, you know, coming into like, you know, losing a job over COVID and shit and then fucking, you know, whatever, coming into this and then it was like everything happens for a reason i try to see the good and everything right and it's been the most positive freaking experience ever the people that i've met um the exchanges that i've had and the connections is has been absolutely amazing and it's all over this this plant you know That's another thing, too, that uh, it almost disgusts me. You know, when you look back and you hear all the shit that was talked about cannabis as we were growing up, the negative crap, you'll never amount to nothing. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And then you actually, when you get into that cultivation side of it, like we talked about, I've seen it not do nothing but cultivate goodness out of Everybody I've known that's through seeds in the fucking ground. Any kind of background, you know, and I'm seeing people from some low, low spots, you know, cultivate cannabis. And it's been the same from people that's got their shit together that just have a shitty attitude. Because <laughs> you could have your shit together and not be a fucking good person. I'm sorry, but it's true. Yeah. But all across the way, man, watch as they, you know, grow that plant. And, you know, as you said, you know, as you, you start to grow it, you know, you want to, you're concerned about what's going in it, man. It makes you want to learn right off the bat, you know, I want to do this right. Start seeking some knowledge. And it just, it just seems to get deeper and deeper and deeper. And it just seems to, better you as a person as you better your skills as a cannabis grower it's bettering you secretly and it's just i think the plants ultimately cultivating us to be honest with you and we might start out recreational but once we start doing it it's it's cultivating us no doubt i, th I definitely think there's uh there's a relationship there that's feeding off each other for sure Absolutely. I mean, every time I go in there, I'm happy. Those lights come on in the morning. I run my lights at night. They come on in the morning, like when the sun comes out. And I get up with them and open the door and I go and see them. I'm like, bam. There's the ladies. Yeah, it's 
definitely a great part, man. I actually, one of my favorite parts is when the lights go off. Man, they just kick up in that smell. You're like, woof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> woof. But I am doing something right. I can actually tell when the light goes off, without the clock or not. You know, if I'm walking through the house. About 10 minutes after, if I haven't you know, immediately heard the alarm and ran and shut the tents and shit, I can tell by the smell. I'm like, ooh, them lights are off, man. Them ladies are all kicked it off. That's, oof, that smells so good. So good. You're getting that fragrance. <laughs> I'm dropping a joint there. Oh, there oh, damn, did I get stoned. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So if you could make some changes in your grow right away, what would they be? What would be the next plateau that you'll take in your cannabis skills? Uh, I'd definitely like to increase, increase what I'm doing a little bit. You know, um, I don't know, man. Like, one thing I would do is uh, start, because, like, I started using different size pots, like three gallons versus five gallons. So I was like, well, let's see here. Let's run a plant in a five gallon. Let's run one in a three gallon. And uh, what I've noticed is, Strain dependent. Because <laughs> I got that fucking Alcopoco Gold in a three-gallon pot, and she's beasted right out. But I don't know. I would say I wouldn't want to change much, man. I like everything I'm using. Everything's good. I mean... I don't want to. I don't want to go there because, like, I know shit about organics. I know nothing about it, and I don't want to even. I don't want to even talk about that on my end because I don't know fuck all about it, right? And I know it's the best way to go, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, I just I'm doing what works for me and my my system, right? So when I'm using my bottles, I like doing that. I like, you know, have a little bit of control and I like pouring and mixing. It's like my time, right? But- uh, What are you using for nutrients currently, if you don't mind me asking? I use Future Harvest. They're actually in my town here and they're a local business. Um, I support my local businesses all every, like even my light manufacturer is in my town. Right? Like, so, I mean, it just kind of makes sense to me. Right. And, uh, so yeah, the watering hole for my plants are like fucking three streets down from where I live. And basically it's where they make future harvest and, uh, they're great products, man. Like really good, clean. I get nice, super clean ash, super terpy. Uh, flavorful, all my product, like all my, uh, I don't know why I keep calling it product. All my fucking weed, man, comes out real nice and clean. I always get nice white ash, you know. It's not harsh. 
and I smoke worse, definitely. So I definitely have a, I like to think that I have a good palate when it comes to this. I really and dig I that you have a cool, uh, good uh, nutrients company, you know, that's close to you that you're able to support. That's pretty yeah, man. awesome. Super cool people. I go in there, man. They're like, they hook me up. They, you know, inform me. They're, they're awesome. They're great. Well, that's another, that's the other great thing about it right there. If you are any problems, man, you can go in one on one in person, you know, how better, how better customer service than that to work, you know, with a company, you know, even at that, even if there's something wrong with the line, you, I would feel like I'm getting some kind of, you know, way in the cut in the development of the product. Hey man, do you realize man, I've been using yeah. this and shit's been yelling out. You yeah. know, I think that's pretty cool. As well as supporting you know, a local company. That's really important. That's really important these days. Yeah. And same with the my light eco grow tech. Like um fuck man, like just awesome people. Like just if I ever, if I needed something or something happened, I, I know I could call right now and they're like, you know, five minutes away. And even if they weren't open, I could call somebody and be like, Hey, I'm having a problem. Can you help me? Pretty sure I'd get, you know, looked after. So that's pretty, pretty good feeling as a customer. Right. You know, oh, shit's definitely. still expensive. Definitely. You know what I mean? I'm still trying to like stretch it out, make sure that I'm using it properly and I'm not overusing and I'm fucking using right amounts. And, you know, sometimes I'm not always going by a fee chart. Um, you know, I try to stay in a range, you know. Yeah, I always feed a little bit at a time. Low, yeah. low doses all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good way to go, man. I like it. So, what is uh, your favorite turf or uh, strain you've come, you know, like to smoke up until now? I love the I love the lemon, the earthy, the woodsy, the gassy, the musky. Like uh, I love like mushroom flavor. You know, when you eat a mushroom and like, I love that flavor on the, on a, on a flower, like a joint. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, I guess, was that, that good? <laughs> right. Pretty tall order there. Pretty tall order there. Right. Yeah. Sure. Put all those together, man. And we got it. <laughs> So, which I, my name, I guess, which has been uh, that one so far. It's, I mean, I can't, you know, I hate to question myself because I smoke a lot of great cannabis, but it's there been that one I could smoke for my rest of my life so far. I would uh, have to. So far, yeah. for you, yeah, which, would... what is it? It would probably be one of the, like an OG or something, green crack, 
green crack is one of my favorites. That's fucking like I got God's green crack growing right now. And it's fucking beautiful. It's a gorgeous plant. She's frosty as hell and just gassy and lifts me up, right? Um, that would be it. I'd have to go with, yeah. Probably green crack. A really nice fucking, you know. But like, I've never got to, like, I've not experienced a lot of it. Like, I, like, slurricane and all those kind of like strains that I, like, those are just, I never, heard, like, I just hear of those. Like, I get to see, like, anything that I'm watching on YouTube, like, say, you know, what's being grown in like California is like, I just get to see that shit. I don't even know if it ends up in our dispensaries or how it works or if everything we get here in our dispensaries is growing here. I don't know. Right. But, um, like you know, all the strains that I see people talking about, I I've never smoked myself. Which is kind of shitty, man, because fucking missing out, man, like big time. <laughs> oh, man, that's why I like the events. That's why I like the events, man. You can bump into and smoke a bunch of different kinds all in one day. Oh, man. I love uh, trying stuff that I've never tried before. I get stuck in my ruts, man. I'm definitely not paying for, you know, the high prices just to go out and try shit from a dispensary. Every, it's most times when I do, when I'm buying flour, it's just not for the, what I'm paying. And that's the, I think that's part of it, right? I, I don't think it's a damn a weed snob. I think it's just, since I'm, automatically right off to get putting a, a value to it you know what i mean it's got to live up to a certain standard you know what i mean and so with that being said i think it's being unfairly judged but i'm always disappointed because that dollar i paid x amount for this oh man this ain't worth that shit you know what i mean and uh, yeah, I'm always disappointed. I'm always disappointed when I go to the dispensary and try new stuff. But when I go to the festivals and stuff like that, it's a completely different story, man. It's that, that person that grew it, that, it's still very turby and fresh. It hasn't been on the shelf and moved around for a while and all that good shit. Comes along with the dispo weed. That's another thing is I like fresh cannabis, man. I, that not, I'm sure there's something to be said with a good, good long-term cure. I've never, I've never argued that. Am I the guy that has that kind of patience? Fuck no. Fuck no. I want, I like my perpetual harvest. I like my weed sticky. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't mind having to clean up my scissors every so often because yeah. you know my weed's still gooey. You know, it's it smokes better. It's still super super turpy. Yeah, I don't I don't like that dry stuff. You know, so. actually getting frustrated trying to roll a joint because your fucking fingers are so sticky. You're like, fuck, come on, son of a bitch, and say you won't. 
I've had people call me back up after, you know, stopping by and you're taking care of a patient. They get I get home there like, man, this stuff has ruined my scissors. <laughs> no, no, you can scrape them clean, wipe them with alcohol. They'll be good as new again. They'll be good right. As new. <laughs> but it's funny to hear. Man. It's funny to hear. I Hell think yeah. it's a good thing you gotta you gotta clean up your scissors every few joints, man. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's right. It's good smoke. So, uh, it sounds like you're, uh, what, an Indica person overall? You prefer the Indicas? I mean. Uh, I would say as more of a sativa because I like, I'm, you know, I'm a guitar player, right? So I'm creative and I like that head buzzy where it makes me hum and I think about it. But, I mean, for the nighttime thing, I'll lean, I'll like that. So sometimes... If I have a variety that I find is working, then I'm like, okay, I can smoke this in the day, it lifts me up. And then when I want my, make sure that I'm going to sleep through the night, I don't want to be smoking if I can. But like sometimes it doesn't matter. Like I can smoke all types and do the same thing, you know? But sometimes like I'll smoke a heavy indigo first thing in the morning that's, like advertised as a hybrid heavy indica or a full indica. And I'm like, whoa. But yeah, there's not much getting done today. I've had that feeling. That's fucking heavy. Like just ruins your day. Right. <laughs> but, um, so thank you for uh, bringing up the fact that you write uh, guitar because I was going to ask you earlier about that a few minutes ago about that. Uh, Cause you said you, you pretty much started smoking cannabis right about the same time you started playing the guitar. Yeah. Uh, do you think that uh, it was beneficial to the 100%. guitar uh, learning? hundred yeah? percent. I would sit literally and play for 12 hours and practice and not even miss a beat. Like, and that was just, smoking and playing and writing and smoking them right and it just went hand in hand and yeah i'm looking at it now over here because it's got a broken string fucking i'm sitting here tonight tuning up and i was gonna play something like about an hour before we jumped on here and i was like i'll have a little session i'm like here and here and here and here and here not paying attention my mind is on like what we're doing right now and I was like, plow, fuck, don't have any more. Just put it down there, let it go. <laughs> but uh, yes, definitely a connection, man, for sure, 100%. I, and then again, they, even back then, you were probably hearing that, you know, cannabis will hinder your ability to learn and everything else. And again, you're sitting there, yep you know, mastering an art it's you know you can't do nothing with cannabis <laughs> we were we were smoking a joint in a park where fucking i don't know 16 17 and and uh the law rolled up on us and boy, what are you guys doing you guys are young you smoke weed blah 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 and they took our joints i had like 
we had Mac jackets on, so I had three joints, right? And the officer took my joints and she walked over and she goes, keep cannabis out of your life, man, and walked away. Same. Yeah. Same. And, uh, like, uh, no. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't take her advice. Me too. Me too. You know, it's funny because as you look back, man, I look at the people that I grew up with, same age, that uh, we're, we're even to this day, you know, no cannabis, you know. And actually been drinking and maybe whatnot. Who knows what life's throwing at him. But look, I look at him, I'm like, man, cannabis has treated me well. <laughs> cannabis has treated me well, man. If I'm glad I didn't go down the other road. I'm so glad I didn't go down the other road. Absolutely. I do. I have no regrets with cannabis. Oh, me neither. No regrets. I mean, there was a time where I was like, I'd smoke a real good joint when I was younger and it would really fucking just get you baked and you'd sit there and you're like, your head's humming, your body's vibing and you're just, uh, you know, your head's like, mm, you're like, damn, I'm fucking lit up right now, <laughs> you know? Um, and I think that feeling you get from it is almost like, it's like you can get yourself there without anything, but it's just like it just it's like it just brings it to that next threshold for me. Like you know, I'm now I'm a happy guy naturally, right? You know, usually in a pretty good mood, and I'm like, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm never usually like, ah, oh, fuck, I feel like shit. I'm gonna go smoke a joint. I'm usually like, fucking wicked, man. I'm gonna go sit down, fucking blaze one, woo, you know. That's usually my vibe every time, you know? That was one of the reasons why it was easy to uh, invite you on, my friend, to be honest with you. I had scrolled down the page and actually seen the, the happy, positive vibe all the time. I'm like, this guy looks like he's definitely worth it getting on. Fucking awesome, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, what kind of music you like to play with that guitar? What's your What's your preference? Fucking anything, man. Like I'm really open minded musically, diverse. Uh, I can listen to anything from Slayer to Johnny Cash. You know, everything in between. Uh, I like a more bluesy sound, kind of. Uh, I like a lot of Everlast. Everlast is my guy. So, like, I'll play a lot of Everlast. Must sit back and. You know, like, I'll know, I, I might never get to see that fucking guy play live, right? Like, man, so I just, I learn his songs, and I sit and, and I play them, and I smoke my herb and listen to that. And, you know, I sing along and learn his songs, man, and that kind of style is kind of, you know, like, old bluesy kind of style, like, you know, my, my beat is, it kind of has a beat, you know? And, uh, I get up in the morning and start tapping my foot, roll a joint, tap my foot. I put, um, I got this tambourine here that I actually put on my foot. That, so when I'm playing, 
I can just tap my foot along and then that keeps me in time and then I can do my thing, right? So, I mean, incorporating that into my playing has been just like my own little style that, you know, helped me. But uh, that's kind of my groove, man. You know, anything that makes me tap my foot. You ever uh, listen to, uh, his name's uh, Juicy Smith, I want to say. He's an Australian cat. If you'd like, I'll yes, send you the link. Yes, Juzzy. He's the one. Yes, the exactly. One, uh, Blueberry Judgy Jam. Smith, yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro, I do. <laughs> but he comes on and he, when he says. Massive talented. Yeah, when he says we're gonna prove that men can do more than you know one thing at once, and he's he's got yeah. this foot going, this foot going, he's playing, he's singing, he's got the harmonica. Six yeah. things at once, isn't it? I mean, I, Boom. I, yeah. I know. He's, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that's super talent right there, man. Holy and great man. music, man. Yeah, it that shit, man, just blows me away. Who's another? Uh, Stony Graves. It's yep. another one I've been. Yeah, uh, he's pretty good like that too. Not as talented as uh, Juicy there, but uh, very good music too as well, man. So it's up to you. You look sounds like you're working down that path too, man. That shit ain't easy, man. Just playing an instrument and kind of work keeping your thoughts on you know the the vocals and all that shit. Most of us tapping your feet and shit like that. That's that's fucking talent, man. Definitely takes up. practice for sure. I ain't gonna lie, man. I, some of them guys do it naturally. I gotta sit and I'll, you know, I'll get one thing going, and then I'll start, you know, get the second thing going, and then I'll, you know, start singing. But, um, yeah, man, you you would think like weed would really fucking help. Like people say, like you know, you'd lose your memory. Well, no, actually helps me remember lyrics when i'm playing it it just it puts me into the zone where i'm feeling the music so i know where the cues are for the lyrics you know and i feel like uh if i wasn't in tune with that you're missing it you know i love music man i love weed i love my family I love my fucking country. I love the world. I love people, man. We're all fucking, you know, human beings at the end of the day. Yeah, we don't have to look very far to find injustice in the world. It's fucking everywhere. But you know what? Let's just treat each other the best we can while we're here, man. Because we only got one fucking shot, you know? Like, enjoy it, you know? Love that attitude. Love that attitude. You're so damn correct, man. There is fucking, you know, injustices going on around us. But it's one of those things. Which energy do you want to... It's not that we should turn a blind eye to it. Of course not. Right. You got to nope. have a heart. You got to take care of it. But by spotlighting that shit, it's almost feeding that negative energy. You know, rather than, you know, focus on that bad shit, we should, we need to see more shit that's positive, you know, more human to human helping people and shit. And that's the kind of news we see, you know, that's, that's actual news these days. I mean, <laughs> the others so fucking every day anymore. Let's, 
you know, it is news to see, hey, this person actually stopped and helped somebody out today. That should be a news break and shit. You know what I mean? That yeah. that right there would help feed other people into wanting to do other shit. I mean, if you're going to feed some energy, why not just promote the good shit? I'm right there with you, bro. Thanks, man. I mean, like, uh, I wish I... I don't want to make it sound like I don't have a lot in my life to be happy about, but I could be in a better place, right? Of course. I've, bro, I got beautiful children, man, a fucking long relationship, loving family. I get to grow fucking this medicine that helps me, a beautiful cannabis plant. You know, I've had a pretty good life, right? <laughs> you know? So I, I just got to be grateful for that. You know, it's... I have to be grateful for that, you know, enjoy, enjoy, uh, what I have, what's in front of me and, you know, um, not feeling like I don't have anything because like, it's not, that's never, that's never the way I've thought in my life. I've always felt like I've, you know, been, uh, you know, have a lot, have good friends and good connections and, you know, good, uh, just good everything, man. I mean, I'm not going to lie, bro. I went through hell, you know, and I went through hell in my life. I had a fucking terrible upbringing and whatever, but my childhood was like fast, accelerated and you know, like I was a man before I was a child type thing. So I didn't really have much of a childhood, right? But, you know, um, I am where I am now, man. I'm pretty happy. Definitely an awesome guy, that's for sure. You know, Thanks. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate everything you've said tonight. Very positive. Very positive, my friend. I love being around positive people. And I'm glad to see that. You know, you're you're another positive person that's in chat. Not just not just another name. I'm, I'm honestly glad I got to the opportunity to get to know you. Yeah, and Real. it's cool, man. Real. Like like Johnny Canaseed and shit. Like I usually don't say much to people. Like oh, you know, I know the the crew, right? And Smiley's always fucking in. You know, like you know, like I know. But I just don't say much because sometimes it's late at night or I'm sitting and I'm just watching. I'm chilling with my kid. So I have the phone off in the background. I'll be like reading her a story and, you know, fucking talking shit with Eagle. All of a sudden, my little one will look at me like, oops, it's okay. It's okay. I turn it down a little bit, you know, like that sort of thing. But um, yeah, man, are you you're like, it's usually on right at the time where things are winding down here, right? So I get to like just sit and chill and it's a good session. I smoke a couple J's and listen to you guys talk and learn a shit ton, you know? I mean, and just having like just nice free place to talk, you know, and uh, be yourself is, is, is great uh, with like-minded people, not looking at you like you're, you know, oh, you're a weed freak. Yeah, sure. 
So, uh, what are some of your favorite things to cook in the in the kitchen there? What are some oh, of bro. your favorite things to make? I'm a I'm a beast in the kitchen, man, and and on the grill, and I smoke and do a lot of barbecuing and stuff, and I I cook everything you can think about cooking in a smoker. Uh, one of my favorites is brisket. Takes like 22 hours to do them properly if they're sized right and all that kind of stuff and. And, uh, but I'll tell you, it's worth it because it's fucking fantastic. And, uh, yeah, I got cooking. I do a lot of the cooking actually here, uh, for the family. There's five or six of us. Well, usually five or six of us, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I cook for everybody and yeah, man, barbecue, grill, smoke, oven, whatever. If it heats up, man, meat, fire, that's me. That's it. That's us. All you need, man, me, fire, and weed now. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's another thing, too. I mean, cannabis, as far as that kind of field of work goes, man, I can't see a, a better prep for work, to be honest with you. you talk about on your way to work, burning that, that joint on the way to work, which I'm sure a lot of people do like to do. <laughs> for me it takes care of my back pain to help me get out of the truck wink, wink. but i can see it being very beneficial in the kitchen too but i'd want my cook be you know uh, partaking back there because i know he'd be cooking me up some shit in that kitchen i used to cook a little bit myself too and uh it's definitely i always found it to be beneficial in the kitchen man you could get creative. I'm telling you what, like you get, like I do too. Right. Like, and oh yeah, they, they usually eating good around here. Like we're making something. It's usually, well, okay. You know, what are we having burgers? Okay. Well, we're having, we're having burgers, right? Like, you know, how can we, how can we make everything where you can enjoy it, man? Like I said, enjoy the food, the wine, the smoke, you know, the life. It's been it's something that's come around as late. Uh, as the girls have got, uh, I do love a brisk. I looked up and I seen red pill still talking about the brisk. I do love the brisk. <laughs> it's, uh, as my girls have gotten older, you know, I was, you know, I do, I can bake. I can bake. Not necessarily my favorite thing to do, bake a cake or whatever. But I like to cook, you know, burgers and all that good shit. And, you know, the girls never really had an interest in that, you know, growing up necessarily. Well, the, the baking part of it, yeah, obviously. Cupcakes, cookies, stuff like that. But as they got older, now that they're older, my two older girls, and mainly Lexus now. Lexi's, Lexi's becoming a beast in the kitchen. She likes to cook. And unfortunately, man, them girls, their taste in the kitchen isn't cheap. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's always like, like they've seen something, and Lexi's really good, but something out of the blue I've never even thought about. Mm, don't you try going to get this and that and that? You're like, man, that shit's expensive, but sounds really good. We'll go for it. We'll go for it. But it's fun now, like you said, burgers. Man, we supersize some burgers over here. Man. Hell yeah. Sauteed onions. 
There's two things that I think you'll agree on a good burger. Sautéed onions, well, I guess three. Uh, a good cheese, which for me is a monster. I love a monster on a burger. And a fucking mm. toasted bun. You got to oh. have a toasted bun for a burger. That, dry, yes. that just takes it home. Well, you know what I do? I kick it up a notch. I do a little garlic butter with some uh, seasoning. And then you put that little garlic butter on your bun and then toast it. Boom. Next level, bro. You know what? And don't I forget try the that. Canadian bacon, eh? Right <laughs> on, right on. Now we got two trips, to, two tips to try out when I fire up the grill the next few days as it's getting nicer here in Michigan. Your, uh, your garlic butter tip, which sounds amazing. And uh, Kazoo in chat says uh, to kind of lightly butter them with mayonnaise. Yeah, you know, hit that with. I've never done that. Is it? It kind of caramelizes. Yeah, it's good. My uh, my 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 little one tonight actually, not tonight, like a week ago. She's like, "Can you make me grilled cheese?" I said, "Yeah." She goes, "But don't put butter on the outside." I go, "Well, how's it gonna get brown?" She goes, "You're gonna put mayonnaise on the outside." I go, "Okay." So she tried it. And then I made it for her, and I actually had a bite, and I'm like, "Damn, <laughs> that's not bad." <laughs> so yeah, another that's another good tip. Shout out to the chat, by the way. I can't see the chat, but uh, I know there's been, some fucking awesome people in there. Been giving you shout outs all night long, saying lots of good things, dropping your link to your IG. Hopefully, oh uh, shit. If, uh, they haven't been following you. Hopefully, we've got some new followers over there for you. It's awesome, man. Doors are open. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, grills are open. Hearts are open. Minds are open. Arms are open. That's another thing about this, uh, in my opinion, for me, is, man, like, like always from the beginning. And it's, you get to see the people... At least for me, when it was the weed and everything, you got to know everybody in chat and got to meet some cool fucking people. But it was always strictly what it what it was in chat, and but you only got to know them limited, you know. But this experience here is kind of really nice because you get that visual, you know, getting to meet the person behind the name, and then it's it's so much. E well, it's not easier, but it makes it so much nicer when you see them in chat. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember. You know, you can put the face with the name. You know, you feel a lot more like you've gotten to know you tonight, which we have. You feel that more friendly experience when you people when you, people pop into chat after they've done these episodes. It's so much yeah. easier to relate, you know what I mean? And I'm glad that I got no outside this a couple times, but man, this has been a good meet, brother. Seriously. I don't know if it's been the eagle feather that's guided the conversation tonight, but seriously, this has been I'm telling you, you bro, know, it has an it amazing been, night. Uh setting the tone right from the beginning. And uh thank you so much for having me on, Eagle. I really appreciate you, man. You're an awesome fucking guy. I love what you're doing. You're bringing all of us on to talk about this plant and our lives and sharing our knowledge and sharing whatever and our 
stories and all that it's 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 super important in this for me it's important um i'm sure it's important to others too man i just want to say thank you for that right i appreciate that from you know seriously man i appreciate all you guys more than you know it works both ways man i look forward to seeing every one of you guys in chat night after night man and you guys can think this to be true or not but man if you guys don't aren't look in chat like just like tonight if i could actually screenshot this this screen for you there's actually like me and you it's almost set up to where it's a left eye right eye thing so i'm like watching us out of the left eye and i'm watching chat in the right eye that's i can kind of you know, but I'm always watching. And when people aren't in chat, man, I notice when people aren't in chat, man. I know when yeah. the regulars aren't there. And then yeah. I start to wonder, man, a day or two, if I don't, man, what the fuck's going on, man? Where's everybody? <laughs> yeah. You know, even more so like after I've had the opportunity of meeting you guys, man, it's just you get that connection, man. It's just like friends you know if you haven't seen that friend in a couple of days you gotta do that wellness check man hey man you all right <laughs> hey man that's hey. fucking awesome um i'd like thank you for calling me your friend man and like likewise like uh you know when you sit and watch a person for a while you become like they become part of you like uh it's not like you just turn on a TV show and you see something and the next day you hear something like not so nice happen to that person. You're like, what, whatever. It's not like whatever, but it's just like, it's not on your mind, man. But like, uh, I hear that when you talk about that wellness thing, man, like, um, you know, you, you, you watch somebody for a while, you become connected. And, uh, I feel that man. And like I said, when we're we're talking back and forth there, would do you actually? I think this is funny, man. I think people need to know this because Eagle messaged me, and I was like, "Fucking so fucking like beside myself, bro." That I I didn't even know if I should answer this because I'm like, "Is this real? Like this? There's no fucking way this is real, right?" Like, man, this guy wants to talk to Scooter. I'm like, "That's so fucking cool." Like, what the fuck, right? So. When it, and I was, when we were like agreeing on and you wrote you wrote uh, a 30 and a question mark and I'll fucking shit you not if I didn't believe that I thought you meant 30 fucking minutes from when you were messaging me because there is nothing else on there right there is no April 30th it just said 30 and a question mark so scooters like boom zoom download fuck i gotta go man i'm going on i'm going i'm flying in the nest they're like fucking panic mode okay i message my people i'm like bro man like i'm gonna be on we're talking to eagle you guys come check it out 48 minutes go by i'm like well fuck no link yet how are we getting this what's going on like and then you're like uh april 30th <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so that just shows you how eager I was. Like, uh, I was ready to go that night, bro. So, um, yeah. Fuck yeah. 
I actually got a, a big kick out of that, to be honest. I hope you. so, because it was funny. <laughs> I was like, he's probably laughing his fucking ass off. He's got to be. <laughs> like, this kid's, like, ready to go right now, bro. I got, like, six guests before you, son. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did, too. I smiled. And I see that I did. I smiled almost from ear to ear. When I replied back April 30th, I was like, he's ready to go right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome, though, man. It, you know, it, it, it makes me feel so good to, you know, to think that it, it, you guys on the other side, that it means that much to you guys. Because, you know, I, it, this thing means a lot to me, man. When I check in and I I do this night after night, I, I do it because it means a lot to me. I enjoy doing this night after night. When things don't go right for me in the show, it's down. I, I used to beat the fuck out of myself about that shit, man. And, yeah. you know, but to know that you guys, it's, you know, it blows me away that it, you guys think like that on the other side when you get the invitation, you know. To, to me, it's, it's just some silly little thing i do every night but to think that you got for you guys that it's some some big thing it just it, it's it makes me feel awesome man that it's having any kind of impact that it's you know what i mean it's it's worth the effort man thank you it, thank it you. is an impact you it, it, you are helping people you're helping us connect you're bringing us together you're showing faith people that otherwise wouldn't have a voice to tell their story show their face bro you're doing epic fucking things out here man and uh mad respect and love for you and and that's why we feel that way um that's why i do personally because of what you're doing bro so i that's it you guys gotta know you have to understand it it's definitely both ways it's definitely both ways awesome bro awesome this was like the best fucking chat i had in a long time man um i appreciate you eagle you're awesome man the whole crew everybody fucking chat wicked well i hope you know that uh that this does open up the door for you as far as you know being able to come and hang out in any room nice. hall anytime you want now the zoom number that the invitation you have is the the wormhole invitation so any wormhole that you see you're more than welcome to jump on at any point i you know you don't need an invitation anytime you want to pop on say hello hang out with anybody that's on you know you're more than welcome and you're more than worthy brother to come hang out man it's been an awesome meet tonight, man. Bro, I appreciate that. Are you serious? Like fucking wicked, man. Thank you. <laughs> Any, yeah, anytime. Anytime. All right, anytime. sweet. You're welcome, brother. Hell yeah, man. That, that's great, man. Fuck. Awesome. It's it's just it's yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I can't I'm looking forward to it, man. For real, bro. It's, I'll be there, man. Hundred percent. Fucking, that's wicked. <laughs> like, wow. Shit. You can't come hang out with you and Smiley. Yeah, everybody else, anytime you want. Yes, sir, man. Hell, Any yeah, that, son. Man. <laughs> I 
that's what it's about. It's you know trying to get to know people and you know build that community, man. So yeah, I you know I, a lot of times I get bummed out that a lot of people don't take up that invitation as much as they think they should. But hell yeah, hopefully. man. You know uh, I will be because it's right around the fucking time where it's like, you know, that's when I wake up. <laughs> Good well uh i guess before we wrap this up man you know i gotta get that sound bite you know i gotta get the sound bite brother scooters 3g <laughs> hold on hold on i'm recording now my friend anytime you're ready you know what i'm looking for you know you've got i'm 100 you got it right right uh maybe not Refresh my memory. <laughs> I smoke a lot of weed here. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Basically, what I'm looking for, my words, not yours, would be, hey, this is Eagle, and I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 386. You can add on, catch me on Instagram, or you can do anything what you want, as long as you've at least got that much of the bulk into it. Uh, yeah. And uh, again, I'm ready anytime you want to throw me that soundboy, my friend. All right, let's do it, man. This is Scooter 3G. We're on fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 386. Woo, let's get it. Oh, yeah, my friend. Perfect. A perfect soundboy. So, uh, Zoom just showed me a little. Must have been an update. It was like I'm sending you all a copy of this to your email. Okay, <laughs> that's new. Okay, <laughs> do me out there for a second. <laughs> so uh, yeah, man, I can't thank you enough. Uh, so if you want, man, we'll wrap this up and stretch your legs. And if you want, man, you come back into the wormhole tonight or uh, any night. You know, that invitation to. starts now. I would love to. I'll be there. Give me maybe fucking 10 minutes to get my shit together, roll up another fatty, and I'll fucking join in. All right, man. We'll take it. We'll see you in a few, my friend. So I just clicked back on the link that's in the chat that you sent me, right? Yep. That one's good from now on, brother. Boom. Sweet. I'll see you in a few, brother. All right, bro. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. For the rest of you guys that uh, hopefully you'll join us here in a few minutes in the wormhole. You guys know the routine. Uh, we'll fire things up in a few minutes. Get Brush your legs. Stretch out. Use the bathroom. Fill that tray. We'll see you in about 10, 15 minutes in the wormhole. If you don't, if you're, if this is the end of your journey for the night, thank you for joining us. It's It's been a great chat. I know you've enjoyed it. And more importantly, you know the deal. Do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness. Do save lives. A living, breathing example of it. See you guys in a few. Thanks for joining us.